Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, athletes? Welcome to another very special edition of the Doing This For You podcast. I'm your coach, Danielle Wilson, and this one once again is super special because we are talking about Black History Month. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, okay? I'm a a little shook that I'm even interviewing her in the first place, okay? It's not every day you get to sit down and have a conversation with a two-time Olympian, okay? Olympic medalist at that. Okay, a phenomenal speaker, a fellow Chicagoan family friend, my girl, Asia Evans. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Asia. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to just be in your presence, working with you, talking with you. Like, you're such a vibe. I love your social media. And like, it's good to connect again since the last time we saw each other. Yeah, before we hopped on, I was just saying how the last time I saw Asia, we actually, it was the first time we actually got to train side by side. I was so excited. And then quarantine hit. I know. So it's almost been a year. Oh right? my goodness. That just blew my mind. Like I didn't realize I know, it's I know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So but social media helps keep it because that really just threw me off. But I feel like I've been in contact with you to some extent since. Yeah, I'm mean, We've been keeping tabs on each other. Right. I know we obviously follow each other, but that, like, it is so crazy. It's, this conversation's been a long time coming. Absolutely. That's what that means. <laughs> so as you guys know, this year's theme for Black History Month 2021 is the Black family, representation, identity, and diversity. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because I actually met Asia first through my family. Right. So like such a small world. Oh, my goodness. I love your family. (laughs) Like, love them. (laughs) The Chicago just like athletic scene is so small, Mm -hmm. you know, so like you, you know, good people and good people saying connection with good people. And And I feel like that's how you are. You know, you fit, you know, my aunt. You know, my, both my cousins, like you've trained Man. side by side. Caught up with David my... in Seoul back when I was in the 2018 Olympics. Yeah, I've trained yeah. his mother, Kelsey, the entire family. And my trainer, Jacob Ross, is the one who even kind of introduced me to you and connected it. Yeah. So it's like so many different elements. Yeah, we've, we've been brought together. So 
It was like meant to be, girl. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. That's so funny you mentioned Jacob because he was always like, you know, I see, I've been seeing you on Instagram. I see the way you train. Um, You need to meet Asia. And then when I, I, like, first of all, everyone has always spoken so incredibly highly of you. David obviously loves you. Jacob loves you. But like, they talk about you and your personality as well. Like, you're such a good, humble person (laughs) for the things that you've achieved. Like, yeah, we're going to get into your story and, you know, Absolutely. how we got from, you know, like growing up little Asia to Olympic medalist Asia, which just like blows crazy of my mind. But just like on that theme of Black History Month, that fam, like the Black family, what does like knowing that having that in mind, what does Black History Month mean to you? And do you have any, you know, special, you know, thoughts or feelings that jump out when I say the black family representation identity and diversity oh my goodness black the black family is everything for me like it's the reason i did sports it's the reason i'm as confident as determined as um persevering as i am like because of my family and my roots like that's why i've been able to become the woman that i am the olympic medalist that i am and so i have to give so much credit to my family um I come from a very athletic background. My mother ran track. My father was a swimmer. Uh, my brother played in the NFL for eight years. Oh, and girl, and my uncle and cousin were both uh, Major League Baseball like superstars. Wow. So like, it's just so much depth there and so much um, just like drive and motivation that I just wanted to pull my seat up to the table. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually so funny because we do have some a lot of parallels there mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, being surrounded by that athletic family. Like, you yeah. know, my dad played professional football. I got David, my cousin, playing professional basketball. All my cousins playing something. So it's kind of like ingrained in us. Absolutely. From, and to like see, the, from the jump. Yes. And to see them thriving as black people, as black athletes, men and women, both kind of standing in their own rights. It just created that passion within me that was natural like I wasn't doing it doing sports for anyone else like it was part of who I am and how I wanted to represent um the woman I am and 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 everything else so like sports gave me that platform to just showcase all of me right right no that that's literally I like what you said about you know being able to be successful as you know, a, a black person, but also like showing that character yeah. too. I feel like that, you know, sometimes as black people, we can just be seen as athletes. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's the only thing we can be good at. And I but, mean, honestly, we do it to ourselves sometimes too. Like that's part of how I ended up in bobsled. Like just not to fast forward too much. Um, when I switched to the sport, like it was because I'm naturally a very driven athlete and I have this pro- this presence that like is very dominating and I wanted to go into the sport of bobsled and just own it and go straight to the Olympics, win a gold medal. And so like, that was my focus. And literally, <laughs> it, <crazy. laughs> girl, and then it wasn't until like, yes, I started going through that process and like sharing my story that I was getting all this feedback about how it was inspiring others. Like, these mothers from Chicago were showing their kids um, that this black girl from the South side is in this crazy international sport and killing it. And like, even despite the ups and downs I was going through and displaying, like it was still reaching people. And that's when I was like, you know what? Like, hold on. 
the medal, the podium, everything is amazing because of the woman I am and what I represent and the impact it has on others. And so it started to hit a lot different once I kind of realized that and stepped into my power. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's an avenue to be able to show up and provide that representation, which is the whole, you know, the whole theme of this month is being able to provide that positive representation yeah. at that. And like most people might not, might not know growing up South side of Chicago, that's not easy. Yeah. That's not a, a easy place to, you know, grow up from and, and maintain that positivity, maintain that fortitude and, you know, end up on a global stage the way that you did so let's kind of talk about let's talk about that the evolution from growing up outside of Chicago to you know being one of the best bobsled athletes in the world yeah right so crazy if I would have told my little self back when I was going to high school or elementary school uh in Chicago that I could go and be some bobsled at like that's just blows my mind thinking about me trying to receive that. I think that um, it's so much power in my journey. Like I started off as a track and field athlete and I went to Morgan Park Mm -hmm. High School, which is state champs, state runners up. Like we had such a prestigious track and field history that like I wanted to be a part of it. So coming in as, as a freshman, that was my first time doing organized sports. Like I just wanted to be great. And like my mom bought a pair of blocks like before I even started high school. So we used to put them up against the wall and I had like so such little space to get my block start in. But we just I just had to start learning how to tap into that power and that speed and that explosiveness. And it carried over into track and field. And so as I started to grow in the sport, I started to perform better and better. And it would take me places outside of Chicago. And that was a game changer for me. Being able to travel and experience all these other cities and then states and cultures and countries, I was like, oh my goodness, like me performing at this level um, exposes me to so much. And that really did it for me and made me not want to like look back as far as my thinking goes and, and realize that it's so much more for me outside of whatever my circumstances were reflecting. And so that's when I was like, nah, I'm doing this. I'm getting a scholarship. I'm going wherever yeah. I want to go and <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. It's so funny to me because, you know, I, so I played, I did gymnastics when I was yes. growing up. And, you know, the goal when you're a little girl doing gymnastics is the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. that's what the goal is. Obviously I didn't make it. My body was, you know, mm-hmm. fighting the entire, like I just chose the wrong for my body type at the end I know of the girl you taller than me I'm like how did you do it for so long <laughs> exactly exactly like, it, it amazes people one that I can still tumble and two that like they were like are you sure you play you did right. like volleyball you didn't do basketball and I'm like no like I chose po- probably the most difficult sport for my body type yeah. but you know that like I had Olympic Olympians on my wall growing up like mm-hmm. as a little gymnast but like you actually did it like that yeah. is how do we how did you go from track and field then uh-huh. to bobsled that I feel like the only and this sounds so bad but the only thing I know about bobsled is cool running that's my top five <laughs> stop playing even before I became a bobsledder it was seriously like one of my top five favorite movies so What I appreciate the most about that movie is literally the way it put bobsled onto the black culture and 
the world yes. and stuff. Like, you know, I get my fair share of cool running jokes that I just kind of kiki along to. But like, yeah. I really do appreciate the impact that movies had in just like in our culture. And so I started sure. off at University of Illinois as a track and field athlete, specifically a sprinter and shot put thrower. Like shot put became my baby, like my bread and butter. I was uh, 2008, my sophomore year of college. I was in the um, Olympic trials for track and field and, and shot put. And then I went on to be like a five-time All-American and Big Ten record holder in shot put, as well as a sprinter. And so I always had this really, really unique speed and power combination that you put it together and it's like a Bob's letters, like best, it's like I was bred for it. And so um, yeah. in, wow. in around 2010, as I was finishing up my last year in school, my coach at the time told me about the sport of bobsled and how he thought I'd be a great fit. But like, I had this vision that I was going to go be a Supreme Olympian and sprint and throw shot put and you can't tell me mm -hmm. nothing and I'm going to go win the medal in both and bye. Like I wasn't yeah. trying to hear anything <laughs> about bobsled yeah. because it just wasn't what the vision I had for myself, but the, right. the Olympics and, and the medals, that was the, always the vision. And so it right. was, it wasn't until 2012 where um, a couple years, years post-collegiate, I didn't end, end up going pro in track and field. And I was working as a personal trainer, um, sports performance trainer at a gym, EFT Sports Performance in Highland Park, where yeah. I met all of your family. <laughs> Shout out <Yeah>. to Elias. <laughs> um, yeah. And there I... I was just like helping all my clients from high school to professional collegiate uh, corporate clients, like accomplish their goals, whatever they were. And it was exciting for me, but I felt like I didn't give myself that same opportunity because of my aspirations yeah. to go to the Olympic games. And it was this 2012. So I'm like, okay, realistically, like, what am I going to do? The 2000, the summer Olympics are right now. So that's not a thing. So it was like bobsled popped up into my head, almost like I had that conversation with my coach again. And I trained very, very hard for it with NFL players because like our off seasons are synonymous. So literally my brother was in season at, I mean, was in the off season and that's the gym he trained at. And so I was training with my brother, Fred Evans, Matt Forte, Devin Hester, like all the OGs, Tommy Harris. These like, are huge names. Girl, Anthony are, like, Adams, like shout out to all huge. of them. They taught me so much. Uh, yes, like how to balance the mentality wow. of being a competitor and a teammate. And that was important for me because in track and field, it's kind of like just me doing what I need to do. But in the sport of bobsled, I had to prepare to um, have that teammate and competitor element at like right. the flip of a switch. And so- they helped me so much to prepare. And um, when I went and tried out, we do like these combine style testing events, similar to like the yeah. NFL combine. So literally standing broad jump, girl, you should, you need to be a bobsledder. I'm like freaking out. You need to be a bobsledder. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, listen. Like, that is a dream. Girl, That's we just, like power cleans, uh, squat max, standing shop or standing broad jump, uh, sprint test, and overhead uh, shot toss. And I won everything. And by the time I was on the squat part, I maxed out at the rep. And my co I, I maxed out in the warm-up. And my coach was like, uh, okay, so we get you. <laughs> You're strong. Let's see if you can push a sled. And so I started yeah. training. And 
Long story short, I made the national team. And by 2014, I had made my first Olympic team and won bronze. And so it had been just a crazy roller coaster ride because coming in, um, wanting to, with such an audacious goal, girl, I wanted gold, G O L D. Like, I was yeah. not. Um, like I was very certain about that. And I think that's what kept me going straight when, you know, it got very, very tough. And that's how I ended up with my bronze anyway. But I think it's important to note that like, it's okay to have those strong goals and to really want it for yourself because I had to believe I was capable of doing it before anyone else. Yeah. I'm Crazy. just, I'm sitting over here just like, <laughs> I've chilled. I'm like starting to sweat. I'm, I'm like, literally, literally Listen, I already know. I, I can do your numbers on your power clean, your squat. I need to see bra jump. Listen, come on. Yeah, come try out. It's, 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 it's incredible to hear you talk about setting performance benchmarks like that for yourself. And honestly, that is what I've tried, like what I, how I see my training style different than what is out there right now. And especially what you see on Instagram is I've, I'm trying to bring a performance-based mindset and approach to, you know, obviously the Tonus Holtz app, and then just like everyone else out there, stop putting so much emphasis on the physical of training, like yeah. trying to lose weight, doing this, XYZ, like trying to lose cellulite. No, it's not about that. It's about being able to like figure out like your, your functional movement patterns, how to progress through mm -hmm. life. Like, Obviously, not all of us are tra training to go to the Olympics or, you know, right. in the NFL, obviously. But, you know, how can we move better throughout life? You know, the goals That's so are, important. Maybe, maybe, like, goals aren't gold medal goals right now. But, you know, honestly, being that best version of yourself requires that's it. you to, yeah, it, like, maybe that's your gold medal. You know, exactly. Like and need to figure out what their gold medal is. And I feel like it's so important to have those performance benchmarks because it carries over into every other aspect of your life. You, yes. you know, you get in the gym, you're releasing all this energy, serotonin, everything's flowing. And to go after those goals, then you get home or go to work and you start tackling stuff and taking the actions. It's all about taking the actions and the steps needed to accomplish what you're going for. And I feel like my mindset as an athlete or being in the gym and performing helped to carry over into other areas of my life. So I was able to have that same like intensity behind it um, because that's what I was used to doing. And that's the standard I set. Yeah. I, I love that. I always talk about how this type of training, it transcends fitness. It, it yes. spills over into your professional life, your your personal life, like you, if you're gonna try to be, I always say, how you do one thing is how you do everything, hmm. right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna show up as this best person for yourself to perform to get better, that you versus you mentality that starts to spill over into other aspects of your life, and it just propels you in so many other yes. different directions. I'm like, I'm literally, I got chills, <laughs> I'm shook over here. I just think you're gonna inspire so many. Yeah women like because you are proof mm -hmm. of what what is possible one when you set big goals for yourself and two I love how you you know it wasn't the path that you thought you know like it, it literally all, wasn't like I didn't I didn't know when you told me that girl what first of all let's put it into life. perspective like shout out to coach herb that's my dog um 
But at the time, him and I, he was like a coach that just came on after I had built a program with like another coach. And so we weren't even seeing eye to eye like that for me to receive right. a message. And so at the time, I'm just like, no, like I'm doing what I'm doing and you can't tell me anything. And so like sometimes like, you know, I probably should have received that message or maybe timing worked out the way it was. And I was supposed, it was supposed to plant the seed, you know, and, and work out yeah. the way it did. But Needless to say, like, I definitely did not think that this would be who I am, like, at all. (laughs) I love love that because I always talk about how there's this period after you leave your sport where you're kind of, you have to do a little soul searching, Mm, right? Because you're you're so defined by your sport for so long that once you leave that, you're like, okay, now who am I? Like, you kind of transitioned right into coaching which is different for me. I kind of want like the cop out. I don't want to say cop out, but like, like, you know, the corporate America route. Cause yeah. I, you know, I went, this is what I went to school for. Like I, sh- this is what I should be doing. There's no such thing as professional cheerleading, you know, like what, like, what do I, what do I do? I kind of went that route, but eventually, you know, found my way back to training and coaching mm-hmm. and now like living my absolute dream life. But I love how you kind of had that light bulb moment where you're like, you know, I'm pushing these people to do their, give their best, be the best version of them. I gotta, I gotta lead by example. I was like, dang, like, like, I gotta, okay. I gotta step it up. And my clients were seeing some results from like so many different angles. And I was just like, okay, like there's something yeah. here. Let me figure out how to tap into that myself so I can accomplish yeah. my dreams as well. <laughs> yeah no that's so powerful like you are the example like example of leading by example mm-hmm. you're like you know what if, if i can get you to do that man sir i'm doing for myself and go right? with me and an olympic medal like that is still crazy yeah, for me to and sometimes oh i'm listening what'd you say oh i'm sorry no you're good. i was just gonna say sometimes we gotta just go for things too because like yeah. if i would have sat on that for too long or told all these different people like what do you think if I go try for this sport and they don't have any background in it it's just that fear and a lot of times we're like just trying to get this validation like okay you should do it you should do it but it's like no one was going to get and no one was going to understand that vision until I brought it to fruition because it was meant for me it was meant for me to to kind of um take that journey and lead by example, like you said. And so I just had to go for it. I started thinking about the people I had within my network that could help me get to those points. I instantly hit up the owner of EFT, Elias, that was like, hey, so I got this this vision. We're going to talk tomorrow. Let me tell you something. I showed him bobsled video. I showed him as much information as, as I could come up with. And I was like, I got to train like a combine athlete for these exercises. Yeah. He was like, okay, let's get it. And I got there and- three performance goals in three months in less than three months and I went and dominated um but but it is important to just go for it (laughs) yeah I did dominate (laughs) listen to that listen to that like she went in and dominated like no shame in saying that I wish more females sorry to cut you off but like that's important yes when I hear those words coming from women it is so dang empowering like I went in there and dominated. Yeah. Like how many women would confidently sit there and say that about that, like about themselves more need to. That we got to so- leave with that stuff. Like, I feel like 
um, have been too humble for a very long time and not in a sense of like, I'm just going to do the opposite and be cocky or anything crazy. Yeah. But like, I got to own who I am first and foremost before I expect somebody else to be um, yeah. so like starstruck by me or anything like that. Like if I'm not proud of every element of myself and, and the things that I've accomplished and worked my butt off to accomplish, like who yeah. am I to expect somebody else to hold it at that high value? And even with me pursuing things outside of sport, like I had to realize that me being an Olympian and having that title carried weight in everything else I did. So like, even with that identity and like imposter syndrome, I am who I am. Um, and that's why I became an Olympian. That's why I do all these other things, but right. it's all part of who I am and not, nothing takes away from the other. So it's about yeah. owning it all and just kind of coming in with that force. <laughs> Owning it all and coming in with that force. Wow. <laughs> in every in, in every, every aspect area. of life, own it and come in with that force. I yeah. think that that in itself is so empowering and literally like words to live by, especially mm -hmm. with like for women in the yeah. training space. Absolutely. I think so many women shy away from training hard, lifting heavy. Um, doing kind of like the more dynamic, explosive movements that I bring to the Tone Sculpt app that are literally, you know, the things that you are doing in the gym training for the Olympics. Like, so what I just want to get, if you could tell women listening right now that might be a little bit shy about going hard and heavy in the gym, might be like thinking still like, oh, I, I just don't know if I know what I'm doing with the weights, like, if you could give one piece of advice for people that are shying away from lifting heavy and training hard right now, what would it be? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It would be to um to realize that you're going to be beautiful, you're going to be um just the you're still going to be the same woman if not better with that with that added efforts like the extra weight isn't going to make you like I had to learn to love myself for real for real like learn to yeah. love every muscle every curve 
my every melanated pigment, like everything in order to really kind of get it to the level that I have. And I'm still learning that. But like, if we don't own it first and foremost, then it's not going to connect. So like, even with going in the gym earlier today, I just heard this girl, she was working out with her dude and she, and she was like, you're just doing all upper stuff. Like, I don't want to get bulky. Um, I want to do some legs and some butt lower body. And it's like, we, we create these, um, you know, these insecurities and stuff uh, on our own. And it's in our head about like what beauty looks like, what you should and shouldn't do or right. um, how these uh, heavy lifts will affect your body. But like, honestly, everything that I do serves a bigger purpose. Every muscle on my body is for yes. a different reason to get me to be the person and the Olympian that I am. And um, owning that first and foremost, before I stepped into the gym, allowed me to have the energy I needed. So before even walking through those doors, you got to have that energy, right? Because otherwise it won't connect and you'll never be happy. And so you'll always kind of be trying to fill a void that you can't. And so my my, um, piece of advice to women like that would be to own it. Like from the moment you walk through the doors or whatever you're about to do, like if it's an affirmation, look yourself in the mirror, um, whatever you got to do, own that <laughs> <Whatever> <laughs> and go, do, like, for real. don't believe it. Yes. Make believe it. I, I deal with that a lot, too, because, like, and like you said, when you said I had to really work on loving myself, I can relate to that so deeply because I'm 5'11". I've got, like, shoulders yeah. on me. I had to catch myself from just... Literally, I literally just caught myself from calling my shoulders linebacker shoulders. Just See? that. Yeah. I literally, like, it's still a process. I li- That's so funny. I, mm-hmm. I saw myself in the little screen, and mm-hmm. I almost called my shoulders linebacker shoulders. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I, first of all, that was a name I was called when I was yeah. younger in high school. Like, growing up, they're like, oh, Wilson, Dan the man? Oh, she's, she's got them mm-hmm. linebacker shoulders. Yeah. You know, like that's something that I've had to really learn to love my like self in despite the broadness of my shoulders, despite my build. And it's hard work. It's hard work. Like I'm not going to say that it's an easy thing to get over because, you know, there's going to be people that listen to this and are still like, yeah, no, lifting heavy is not for me. I still don't, I still don't want to get bulky, whatever the case may be, but Like, I think the one thing that has helped me the most embrace my shoulders, my height, my build, which is, you know, like, I'm I'm a big human, um, but I'm a strong human and a kind human um, as well. Um, So I think the one thing that has really helped me is understanding that it's not really about me. Me showing up isn't for me. It's for little girls who are coming after me who might hear something I said who might see a picture a video and then feel better about themselves and then you know give gives them permission to show up and train the way they love to train right and train and be you know as as athletic and get in there with the boys yeah I'll be going (laughs) toe to toe listen we can call any of them up and they will vouch for me because they know I bring Uh it but I think as women we got to show ourselves a little grace too because these are years of insecurities we just bottle up, especially as a black woman. We got generational stuff that before we were even born, we were kind of like brought into. So like 
we're trying to change our mindset on things that have been building up for 32 years and however old everyone else is. So it's like, give yourself some grace and understand that coming to the realization that you're beautiful and you um, will thrive no matter what is just what you have is the first step. Then it comes taking action to own it and, and to reaffirm that to yourself. Like it's not just a light switch that goes off and instantly everything changes. Um, it really is like we got to give ourselves a little grace and go easy um, because we have been thinking a certain way for so long that like it takes time to reprogram and to just step into your power. Like it took me a while, even after an Olympics or so, like it took me a minute to really own who I am and what I stand for and and to wear that with pride. And it's still a growing process. It's not like I reached the yeah. final destination to where I'm like, boom, right. I got it. You can't tell me shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. You true. can't tell me nothing. <laughs> and <laughs> it's times where you were feeling that one. You were feeling I was that listening. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but that's the energy you have to have. <laughs> yeah. No, that like that's that that's real. That's yeah. real. That's real passion right there. Absolutely. I love it. That I mean, <laughs> it's so crazy how, and I feel like I've kind of learned through just sitting down and having these conversations with you, um, with my cousin, Kelsey, who's on the first episode, Kayla, who was on the second, like we have such parallel experiences mm-hmm. and stories. And yes, like no, no one story is the same. No one experience is the same, but they are, I would say parallel. We've all, especially in the fitness space, black women, we do experience a lot of the same issues and, and struggles. And I just wish more of us would take the time to sit down and have these conversations. Honestly, this whole process, I'm not a podcaster. This for me has been so therapeutic. Yeah. Just knowing like, I'm not the only one that yeah, is experiencing absolutely. these things. And I just, and that's this like a relief. Been, like you, you feel the weight yeah. come off your chest when you hear someone yes. else going through something. So you're like, what? I'm not the only one. And it's right. so important. The more our platforms grow and the bigger our reach gets that we continue to share our stories because that's what's really connecting us to everyone else. Yes. And, and that's the reason I'm even the woman I am, a medalist, whatever, is because of those authentic elements to my to my story, those hardships, those obstacles I had to come overcome, those days I did not want to work out, I did not want to do bobsled, I wanted to go home, like stay being true right. to those and and overcoming it um is the power in itself. And the more we share those stories of overcoming, the more we can empower each other and keep building each other up. And I feel like, you know, I'm so grateful to even just be here with you on your platform and the tone and scope platform because like us sitting here and sharing our stories, regardless if it makes a girl want to go squat heavy in the gym or just, you know, look in the mirror and just dig who she is. I think us owning who we are um, is inspiration in itself because it's not easy despite what kind of uh, light you have, how many followers you have. Like everyone right. has hard insecurities that are hard programmed and it's not going to just be an overnight process. So like, we got each other's back. We just got to realize that like, you know, we want to see each other win. And I think it's important to just yeah. keep telling our stories and building each other up. Yeah, no, I agree. I think 
that's the main point of connection is being able to share those vulnerabilities and mm -hmm. realizing that, you know, and that's the thing too. It's like a lot of the things that we face in the gym aren't just for, you know, black women as well. Like as women, we experience collectively a lot of the same insecurities because right. of the world and the media and technology and everything that the world that we live in. So like, I always think like being, and this is kind of how I've built my Instagram platform, right? Like I have been in tears on my mm -hmm. platform. I, I share the, the good, the bad, and quite literally the ugly mm -hmm. of my life. One, because you never know who needs to hear said message at any point in time. So like you never know who you can be inspiring, who you can be helping, who you can quite literally be talking off the ledge mm. at any moment. Um, and so like that is that is so inspiring. I love hearing And who say, can impact hey, too. Oh, oh. I, I, I love how when you share those moments and you uh you do those prompts where you allow your followers to kind of engage with you and share their stories. And like it's so many messages that I've gotten from your following alone. And I think that that's important for you to have been as vulnerable as you have and just to put yourself out there. Not only are you helping others, but you got to be getting something back. It's so many people that admire and love you and support you no matter what. There's people who have been through hard times, worse than yours and have um, yeah. obstacles that, you know, ways they overcame it. And so it kind of works like vice versa. Like you're putting that energy right. out and it's coming back tenfold. And that's the beauty in that too, is like, you know, when we have those moments, even you being you and and the following, like you, you can get on there and be upset or hurt or deeply passionate about something and receive thousands of messages of support, genuinely support, supporting you. They right. got your back, girl. Like, back. and that's, you can't buy that. And so, um, I right. think that that's beauty in itself, especially a way to own social media when it can be so vicious, like to put yourself right. and your vulnerabilities out there and to receive support, you know, you might receive some hate along, but honestly, for every hateful message, there's 10 or 12 more um, right. that that overshadow it. So like putting the energy out there and receiving it back is pretty beautiful. It, it really is. And that's kind of, it's, it's crazy because I'm, I'm new to like the full Tone and Sculpt community, mm -hmm. but you know, day one that I've joined this community, I just have like, I have never felt so much support like so many like people that I've never met you know mm -hmm. that like would literally throw hands for me right. I feel like Girl, it's needed. Yes, they're <laughs> not really you. throw hands I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting this out there like that but you know like the connections that are created like I will never in a million years take for granted and I love hearing you say things that you've overcome I just want you to like if someone right now is facing something that they feel they can't overcome, what would you, what would you tell, like, what would you tell them as this Olympian who's overcome so much in her life to get to where she is mm -hmm. now, what would you tell someone who is struggling right now? Yeah, one of the, the things I had to do when I was struggling and living in a fearful, doubtful state was, um, not to try and force myself to like switch and just like ignore it but to feel it. Because if you allow yourself yeah. to feel it for a second, you get tired right. of feeling that way. 
And when you get to that yeah. moment of being tired of feeling that way, that's when you make a decision of if you're going to keep feeling that way or if you're going to change. And so sometimes when we try and ignore our feelings and act like we got it, we're this, we're that, I am woman, hear me roar. Like you don't get to acknowledge those feelings that help make that switch you need. And so like, it's okay to have moments of doubt, that fearfulness, um, that lack of direction, whatever it is that you may be going through. But like, after you allow yourself to feel it, like decide on what you want to be and the woman you want to become and own her. Like think of the actions it takes to be that woman. Think of how you would look, how you would feel, the joy you would bring yeah. into others' lives, the joy others would bring into your life and put energy into that because either way you're putting the attention into um, what you want and what your life will reflect. And so if you continue to talk about the doubts, the fears, the obstacles, the hardships you're going through, then your life will continue to reflect that. But once you feel it and experience, it's time to like switch up and, and make a decision what you want, what you truly want for yourself. Yeah, that I mean, and think about the power that that gives everyone that gives you like, yes, feel it, accept We're it. Doing. That's why I don't regret crying on Instagram. It's real. <laughs> Whatever I do, I don't. Oh, you bet. I don't regret. I don't know if Instagram regret. can handle my cries. It's rough. <laughs> That's, it's rough. I try to hold. I, I never go on trying to cry. Right. Yeah, I, I go on and I got this. Right. And somehow. Like, I, but like, you know, I, I, yeah, I have a problem not being authentic. Like if mm. I feel something like it's just, it's just going to come out and yeah. like people will know if I'm being inauthentic. So I. I have no trouble being transparent in that sense. But like, think about like, for anyone listening out there, what she said, like, it is ultimately your decision. Yes, yeah. feel it. Yes, get like, live in yes, that Yes, it sucks. It, come on. Yes, it's scary. Okay. Yes, you want to yeah. cry. What else? Like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> Once you get those now things what? out, now what are we yeah. doing? Are we going to keep what? doing that? Or are you ready for something new? So, exactly. Yeah. Are you going to let that circumstance beat you? Mm -hmm. Are you going to let X, Y, Z keep you from your potential? Or are you going to step up and are you going to do something about it? And that's, mm -hmm. I love that because it's a little bit of tough love. It is. It's a little, but you've got to be able, you've got to be able to, you know, make those tough decisions for yourself mm -hmm. and, you know, pick yourself up. And yeah. I think, Wow, I'm just like this whole conversation is just Girl, like blowing my mind. Right the now. energy so, yeah, I needed. <laughs> yes, like such the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so inspired by you. I think so many female athletes, whether it's like whatever the sport you're doing or just, you know, you're just training to, you know, be able to get through the day a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they're gonna be inspired by you and the things that we've talked about yeah. today. Oh, thank I'm you so I'm much. just like I'm beaming right now. Y'all yes. the people listening can't see me sweating. I shouldn't have worn gray <laughs> for this. But not, listen, but like, you bring such I an love. inspiration and you talked about your story and how you even took that corporate route and you knew it wasn't for you. And sometimes we just gotta experience things. Like people be so scared mm -hmm. to just try something. Like if you yeah. try it and you realize it's not for you, then boom, check it off the list and keep moving. Like it's okay to not be great at everything. It's okay if your next move isn't as bomb as being an Olympic, going to the Olympics. Like it doesn't take away from either one. We create this on ourselves. And like, even for me after 2018, I felt like I just had to step away from sport. Like 
I wanted to go, I went corporate, I went to, to business school, like I was doing all these things. And I didn't even want people to acknowledge me as an Olympian, because I'm like, oh, excuse me, I work in communications, don't bother me. Like, because I felt like, you know, so much of what I thought my identity was, was around that. But honestly, who we are creates those different titles, like, the woman I am, the passion, my passion, my drive, is my confidence, determination, all that made me into an Olympian. It makes me into everything else. And I think that it's yeah. important for us to realize what really got us to those points. Then you, know, it's not as like scary or intimidating to just try different things because at one point, becoming a bobsled a, Olympian and bobsled sound crazy. Like it's to this day, like even when I talk about hindsight, it's like I put myself in that in the place of years ago and it's like I would laugh like if I were to come from the yeah. future and be like hey you're gonna be an Olympic bobsledder I'd be like girl bye like go back to the future where you came from but like I just feel like it's important to understand that you can always rewrite your story like try things if it don't work out cool I know the corporate life is not for me I first of all my back starts hurting by the time I sit down for those hours and then like I just wasn't into like but I had to experience certain things in order to like know what was for me and so sometimes we just gotta like go for it right I love that I try different things and go for it go for yeah. it you never know you might actually you never you might end up with the gold medal or with a medal or bronze right. medal you might end up something okay for but real. amazing so tone and sculpt is giving a contribution to a charity organization of your choice on behalf of you asia tell the listeners which one you've chosen and why oh i just love you guys for that that means so much to me because my philanthropic side and just community efforts is a very, very deep passion of mine because of where I came from. And because I know the impact that like we can have, like, as I keep growing, I'm like, Oh, I want to give to the kids, give to someone. And so the organization um, that I've had the pleasure of working with is Precious Dreams Foundation. It's an organization created and founded by Nicole Russell. And they provide like bedtime essentials and mental health programs for kids to help them cope so uh, with and self-soothe themselves at night. And a lot of times she work, they work with um, homeless shelters, community centers, and these kids, um, you know, have their own things that they have to deal with on the daily. And just for me in quarantine and just dealing with that alone, I've had so many restless nights, so many hard times. And so an organization like that providing essentials Stuff as simple as blankets, journals, pillows, like robes, things to make you feel comforted and have a good night's rest. Rest is so important. Your body recovers so much um, when you sleep and you give yourself that moment to be at peace. And so with the Precious Dreams Foundation, they really help provide these comfort drops that just kind of have all those essentials. And they also have mental health programs for these kids to help provide them. Um, with the tools they need to to get where they want to go. And, and it's an important organization to me. And so thank you for supporting them. And hey, Nicole. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> that I love that. Precious dreams. That, like mental health, especially now, so important. Yeah. I'm, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. For coming on here. Guys, if you want to follow along with Asia and her journey, you can follow her on Instagram at Asia L Evans. Yes. Um, you can check my following list because you know she's in there. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is my girl. 
Um, but yeah, I'm just, thank you so much for coming on. You're yeah. such a light, such an inspiration. Your story is even more, like, I learned a lot about you today. It's even more incredible than I thought. Oh, and I thank think you. so many of us can, can learn from you and be inspired by you. And just thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank you. And continue to be this light, girl. It is so inspiring for me too, because like I'm used to doing interviews and stuff like that, but it's, I really appreciate the authentic conversations to where I can be myself. We share these real yeah. moments to got what got me to these places. Like, Sure, training all day and doing all these physical things, but it's like the real mental battles and insecurities and stuff we had to overcome that really got me to be where I am. And so like you're inspiring and empowering so many people. So yes, girl, I will continue to tune in and watch <laughs> everything you do as well. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's a that's a compliment. I'm getting girl, you, you are it. Yes. Okay, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I blushed. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the athletes that are listening right now. I appreciate every single one of you. Stay tuned for the next episode, the final installment of our Black History Month series. I can't wait for you guys to hear our, who our final guest is, but I appreciate you guys so much. Don't you dare settle this week. Go, go be great you this week, period. Period. You better. Come on. We're counting on you. I'll, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll see you guys on the next one. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.